This is a job that brings a great deal of pleasure, and one naturally loses track of the hours spent doing it. You either like the task or you don't. But I definitely enjoyed it. And so, here we are. My name is Marc Rodlis-Berger. I began here in 1965. Neuchâtel clocks are typically regional products that were made by Zenith and equipped with very good movements. They were very successful in Switzerland. We made four to five thousand of them a year, and many companies wishing to reward employees for 25 or 30 years of service liked to give them a clock, with the addition of a small commemorative plate. Everyone was very happy to receive a clock like this, which was an absolutely magnificent product made of hand-cut linden wood, and adorned with gold leaf, after which decorative specialists added handcrafted flowers, etc. It was a truly memorable present for those who received it. It also kept good time and provided a pleasing sense of presence in a room. In those days, we organized traveling exhibitions around Switzerland at which we sold clocks. I would drive around with 50 clocks in a van with panels on which to hang them. We had a decoration specialist come with us, and we would hold events with a salesman in restaurants. Customers would congregate there on a Saturday and Sunday, and everyone would say, it's really expensive, to which I invariably responded, sure, but let me explain how it's made. After that, there was no more talk about prices, but instead comments such as, I like red better than blue, the green, etc. The decoration artisan then adorned the clock before their very eyes. There was a lot of work that went into it. It was truly awesome. How many hours, days, or years of work were lavished on a new creation secretly taking shape in the Zenith workshops? Through various stages of patient research and exciting discoveries, the wait for the new movement was lengthy, yet it helped kindle a desire to know more. The very secrecy surrounding the new El Primero movement generated countless questions. Would it be presented at Basel World? Would it be better to wait a little longer? A few hours before the press conference scheduled to reveal to the world Zenith's new technological breakthrough, tensions were running high. You're listening to El Primero Stories, the movement podcast. Exceptional watchmakers tend not to reveal all the tricks of the trade. The reason is obvious. A secret is a secret. When this secret concerns a company, it is often well-kept because it contributes, on the day a new product is presented, to creating a surprise effect that wins public support. It is a well-known fact that one can count on watchmakers never to reveal a secret. Zenith had long since been conducting various tests with high-frequency movements. 
Those working on this theme since the 1950s were the chronometer makers and precision timers responsible for preparing watches for international chronometry competitions. They were able to test emblematic zenith movements such as the famous 135 caliber, which started at 18,000 vibrations per hour and was interpreted in versions operating at hourly rates of 28,800, 36,000, and even 72,000. In each case, that meant modifying the escapements and reducing the size of the large balance wheel devised by Ephraim Jobin, designer of the original caliber. Identical tests were carried out on other movements specially dedicated to competitions. Although technically exciting, the results remained hidden inside the workshops. They demonstrated that, on this type of three-hand movements, high frequency did not bring any improvement to the measured accuracy, and therefore did not have any immediate value for precision competitions. Research related to high frequency then opened a chapter in the company's history that captivated the manufacturer for several decades. The development of El Primero in 1969 challenged previous observations. Yet the movement initially designed to fall into the category of 28,800 vibrations per hour was more modern in design. It adapted very well to high frequency, which was becoming an essential quality. At the end of 2007, the Zenith teams were asked to reflect on the changes that the movement could bring. Several complications had already emerged, such as the tourbillon, split seconds, minute repeater, and large date. The engineers at the manufacturer nurtured the idea of modifying the movement, not in order to add a complication, but rather to enhance its characteristics. El Primero, in its classic 1969 version, was in fact considered an excellent working basis for housing new developments without any particular difficulty. Secrecy can be beneficial in that it serves to create the most powerful surprise effects. At Zenith, the research and development department thus worked in the greatest secrecy, on accelerating the movement from 36,000 vibrations per hour, for example timing to one-tenth of a second, to 72,000 vibrations, or a measuring mode accurate to one-twentieth of a second. Other companies were also working on very high frequency, and Zenith did not wish to be left out if the public were to support this idea. As is the case for any work on a new movement, the initial work was done using computer-aided design software. Very quickly, in 2008, calculations led to a complete evolution of the escapement system and the almost unavoidable use of silicon. The balance wheel also had to be adapted. The internal technical specifications given to the Research and Development Bureau involved ensuring that the new El Primero, most of whose components were shared by the original version, would feature the same 50-hour power reserve, because there was no question of being less efficient in the specific area. The team in charge of this work was limited, since the manufacturer had all the internal skill resources to manage its project. The computer-based calculations all showed increased energy consumption due to the increased frequency, and therefore a mainspring discharging more quickly than the 36,000 vibrations per hour version. There were therefore two alternatives to keeping the existing barrel, either by using a longer and thinner spring than the one usually used, 
or else enhancing the movement by equipping it with a twin barrel, offering the advantage of ensuring a comfortable and potentially slighter longer power reserve. The latter approach was chosen because it seemed the most reliable, especially as the underlying idea of the designers was to be able to adapt the same complications as those presented by Zenith since 2002 to this new version. By 2009, everything appeared ready for the launch of a new version of the El Primero movement. Nonetheless, no prototype had yet been manufactured. This step was scheduled for the weeks following an official announcement that Zenith's management wished to make at Baselworld 2010. While the plan was well-founded, the word in Leloklu was that Tag Heuer, another company belonging to the same group, was planning to present a project boasting 3.6 million vibrations per hour. The decision was therefore taken to increase the El Primero's frequency from 72,000 to 360,000 vibrations per hour. This time, even with a twin barrel, the power reserve could not possibly surpass 40 hours. This El Primero was, of course, to be a chronograph, with an integrated system featuring a single, ultra-fast escapement, and differing from the model developed by Taghoya. The watch in its prototype, non-operational version was an open watch with a 45mm case. Small seconds appeared at 6 o'clock, the chronograph hours counter at 8 o'clock, and the one-hundredth of a second totalizer at 4 o'clock. The central chronograph sweep seconds hand system was completely eliminated. The presentation was scheduled for the opening of Baselworld 2010, with a functional caliber developed in the record time of one year. The plan was to deliver a first-numbered limited series of 100. A few hours before the press conference, discussions were still ongoing as to whether Zenith could go public with this project. In the end, the conference was cancelled, with no details given as to the reason. The trail of this particular secret ends here, but it would remain embedded in the memory of all those who worked on the project. In 2017, Zenith presented a new El Primero, featuring a chronograph frequency of 360,000 vibrations per hour. But that's another story. Thank you very much to all of you for listening to this El Primero Movement Story, a podcast which has been dedicated to movement excellence. My name is Julien Tornard, and I'm the CEO of Zenith. Like you, we are all sharing passion about watches, passion about watchmaking, and I think all these stories that you've been listening to are basically great examples of sharing this fantastic passion. We have been celebrating this year the 50th anniversary of one of the most, if not the most important movement in the watch industry called the El Primero, a legendary movement created in 1969. All over the year, we've been around the world to celebrate this movement with different friends and aficionados of our brand and sharing this passion. So I'm very happy that you could hear all these interesting stories about the brand, including Charles Vermeau's story, which is a man I want to celebrate, especially this year for this anniversary. I'm also looking forward to being with you in the next episode and to share more adventures about watchmaking and about El Primero. Thank you.